Welcome to the Open Up Podcast. I'm your host, Christina Athena Lacari. On this show, you can expect powerful, life-changing codes and conversations to help you unlock your infinite potential in life, love, leadership, money, and business. But in my world, the manifestation isn't the point or the goal. It's the ecstatic byproduct of being who you are, doing what you love, and living in alignment with your soul. So what do you say? Are you ready to open up? Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome back to Open Up. Man, oh man, do I have a really juicy, delicious episode for you today. When I was listening back to it, you bet that I was taking notes because these things, when they're channeled through me, when they just come through, I don't always know what I'm saying. And later future, air quotes, can't see I'm doing air quotes, versions of myself really benefit like, mm, I like that. Ooh, that's for me. Ooh, that was a good one. Let me write that down. And this episode was full of those moments for me. So I'm so, so, so excited to bring this to you. Going to be having a conversation with you about how the condition past within you is creating your reality. Now, this is something that I talk about a lot, but in this specific episode, we are getting into the nitty gritty of what does that look like? How can you begin to awaken beyond your mind and your thoughts and your perceptions and the conditioned pain within you that's been created in your human experience to start living on purpose, to start operating in the world as a free being and therefore manifesting, creating, attracting, receiving from the frequency of your highest self instead of your mind's conditioning. So this conversation is important for everyone on planet earth, honestly, like you want to be happy, you want to be free, you want to intentionally expand your reality, you are going to love this. And specifically, if you're an entrepreneur, a mover, a shaker, a way shower, a business owner, whatever you want to call yourself, and you're here to do big things in the world, big things for the planet, you're going to want to pay extra attention to this because this is the work of our lifetime, getting out of our own way so that we can move on purpose and create intentionally, right? The degree to which we're able to create in our lives is directly freaking proportionate to our level of consciousness, which means getting out of the way, noticing these thoughts that are keeping us stuck and really busting through them. So that's what we're going to be doing together in this episode. Now, before we get into the episode, I want to share about a couple really juicy offers that I have coming up. So if you love this work, if you want to go deeper with me to take your embodiment and your energetics to the next level in your life, in your business, in how you show up, how you move and who you be in the world, here are the two ways that we can do that together right now. So the first one is called Momentum, and this is a mastermind, specifically a 90-day accelerator to blow up your soul-based business. So many people want a big, sexy business that nourishes their spirit and helps people all over the world and generates limitless abundance, right? But very few people understand that these things are a byproduct of who you are. And so if you want to create next level results, you've got to step into the next level version of yourself. And this is what we're doing together in the Momentum Mastermind. So this is for you if you want next level speed, momentum, heat, velocity, dump gasoline all over what you've built up until this moment to really take your impact, your influence, and your income to the next level, again, by becoming the most highest powerful version of you. 
So if you want to join Momentum, there is an application. You may reach out to me. You can go to my website. I'll also put the link to apply in the show notes below. And I also have spaces in my private coaching. So private coaching is for anyone who wants to unlock their potential in life, love, leadership, soul-based business, money, like D, all of the above, everything, custom container, custom codes, however you want to use it and desire to use it. That's what we do in my private coaching. Again, for that, there's also an application. You can always DM me on Instagram at Christina LaCarrie, my websites where all of my offers are. And again, this application link will be in the show notes too. All right. That's the juice. That's the vibe. I love you guys so much. We're going to get into the episode and I cannot wait for you to receive it. Here we go. Hello, beautiful humans. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How's everybody doing today? How are you feeling? Where is your heart? Where is your energy? What's going on with you right now? It's been really challenging to show up online <laughs> knowing that so much has been happening and that I haven't really sat down to have a full conversation to connect with you about it. So today we're going to be talking about a wide variety of things, but we're going to go really deep into a few segments of this, which is breaking free from the conditioned past, healing your energetic trauma, and creating, attracting, receiving, existing, living fully on freaking purpose. So I just want to set the stage a little bit for how the flow of this will work. We're going to do a mini meditation. One of my favorite things to do to really ground in the energy, connect to yourself so you can receive the energy of this transmission. We're going to go into the transmission and talk about some tools. And then at the end, I'm going to share a few different opportunities to come play in my world. If you want to get in a program, get in private coaching masterminds, we've got lots of really fun things happening. So let's take a moment to close our eyes. And just connect to our breath for a minute. No wrong way to breathe, just breathing. However feels right for you. And what I want you to notice beyond your judgmental mind of this is right, this is wrong, this is good, this is bad. Just taking a gentle inventory of what's going on in your energetic field right now, inside of your body. Maybe you rushed to get on this call and there's something still lingering in your space from what happened right before. Maybe you've been in a sludgy, funky place for a while and you haven't really paid attention to your body. Maybe you're feeling a little anxious and excited and wanting to bring awareness to ground yourself deeper. Whatever it is, just notice breathing being mindful of your space and just focusing on to the best of your ability. Can you feel the sensations in your body? Let's start with the feet. I want you to focus your attention on feeling that you have feet. Can you feel the subtle vibrations? Can you feel the aliveness in your toes? And some of you may say, yep, mm -hmm, I got it. And others may say, I have no idea what she's talking about. And all of that is fine. Wherever you are is perfect. 
just do your best to follow along. This is a practice that in my experience took many years to feel anything because I was so deeply ingrained and identified with my mind. So just being where you are. And once you've got that feeling in your feet, let's see if we can consciously draw that energy up the front of our calves, the back of our calves. (laughs) The front is our shins. Our shins, our calves, <laughs> feeling the lower legs in general. <laughs> your knees, your thighs, her hamstrings, really just intending to tune in to the energy that's already flowing in these areas. Your stomach, your low back, your ribs your chest, your hands, really activating your whole inner field, back of your spine, your neck, top of your head. Just taking a moment, still breathing here to really scan your entire body. Can you feel your entire field now from your feet to your head? we're going to do this one more time, starting with the feet. But what we're going to do a little bit differently now is clear some of the energy. So I want you to start in the feet, drag it up your body, just like we did all the way to the top. And then once you get to maybe your chest, I'll tell you when. We'll take a big deep breath in. We'll draw all of that energy up like a sponge to the top of our head. Then we're going to hold it and then we'll release it down our spine. Okay, so let's start with the feet one more time. Drawing it up your shins and your calves, your kneecaps, pulling it up your thighs, your stomach, your chest. Let's take a big breath in, draw it up to the top of your head and hold it. And consciously flush and release down your spine. Open your eyes, connecting to the room, to this moment. We are here. We are here, we are here, we are here. And so often we're not here. Actually, I dare say that most of the time we're not here. And I know this because for most of my life, I lived completely in my mind, as most people do. And if you would have said to me, what thoughts are you having? I would have had no idea. Because the truth is that when you're identified with your mind, when you're living in your mind, you don't know that it's your mind. You just think that you're reacting to reality. So what happens is a thought comes up as they do, as they naturally arise, as they come from wherever they come from. And because there isn't this space that we've created, just like we've just created right now, you and me in our body through our awareness, because there's not that space, we believe the thought. We don't even see that there's a thought to believe. We just completely believe it. We say, yep, it's true. We identify with it creates an energetic charge in our body. And then we start seeing every single moment through the lens of our thoughts. 
through the lens of how our mind has been conditioned to be. And why has our mind been conditioned to be the way that it has? Because of our programming, because of what's happened to us, because of how we have perceived that we've experienced life. So while we all have the same one egoic mind that thrives off of separation and the illusion of self, of my life story and me, we've all had different experiences, different stories, right? So the thoughts that might be sticky and stagnant and stressful for you might float through my mind without me even noticing or having a single feeling. But the thoughts that might feel deeply traumatic for me that keep me stuck in loops and knots and recreating the same experiences in my reality might be something that doesn't even move you. Because in my experience, and I grew up with a lot of trauma, (laughs) like imagine a lot of trauma, add trauma to that trauma, and then sprinkle some trauma on top with the trauma cherry. That was my whole life experience. And it wasn't necessarily because of what happened, because again, it's so much deeper than that. It's what's traumatic to my brain, to my conditioning, to the way that my mind perceives things that created this endless loop of suffering. And I did a post on this today. I talked about this in a little bit more depth. And when I started realizing how I came to this awareness of this mindset and this endless loop of pain was realizing that I was never having the experiences that I desired to have in my life. I wanted healthy, intimate, high-level love, and I got toxic, unavailable connections with men who were never going to love me. I wanted a meaningful, impactful career, and I got monotonous temp jobs with mentally and emotionally abusive bosses on loop over and over and over again. I wanted soul-aligned prosperity, and I got paycheck to paycheck, insufficient funds, and overdrawn accounts consistently zero to $200 balance, no matter what job I had, no matter how much money I made. And so I started paying attention that what I was getting was the same thing over and over and over and over again. And it hit me one time when I had a relationship experience, a very painful experience in which someone that I imagined that I had feelings for, someone that I imagined that I deeply loved and thought I was going to end up with, told me he did not feel the same way a little bit or at all. And I remember that moment that it was so painful for me. I was walking out of my favorite restaurant, crying, bawling my eyes out in my car. And I remember the thing that stuck with me most was not the pain, but the fact that the pain was so familiar. It was like, ah, this feeling again. And if I could translate that feeling into a sentence, it would be, why not me? Why not me with this guy? Why not me with the last guy? Why not me in the sorority? Why not me with the team and at school? Why not me? I didn't make this. Why not me? I never got to be a model like I wanted to when I was little. Why not me? Was this consistent story and feeling that was deeply rooted in my psyche, in my programming. And so I noticed the shared energetics of all these experiences that I was creating and receiving, that I wasn't good enough, that something was wrong with me. And so I started looking at this, well, when I believe that I'm not good enough and I identify with that story that something is wrong with me and I feel this feeling that I don't feel good enough in the world, 
I don't just attract things that match this. I actively create experiences that reflect that. This is one of the most important things that I could ever share in my life because so many people imagine that they're just attracting things. I'm just attracting this. Why did I attract this? You're not just attracting things. You are actively creating them based off of how you're thinking, how you're feeling, and what perception you're identified with. So when I don't feel good about myself and I'm believing the story that something is wrong with me, that things never work for me, that I'm broken, that I'm damaged, whatever it was, right? These feelings, these unconscious feelings that were just rooted in my body that I never felt and this perception that I never questioned. Well, of course, I'm going to go after guys who are with other people. Of course, I'm going to chase men who say that they don't want to be in a relationship with me because that's an energetic match to the pain within me. Now, if I were conscious and somebody said to me now, hey, I don't have feelings for you. I'm not available right now. I'm in love with somebody else. That would be a very clean and clear, okay, got it. Like sending you all the love on your path, right? Clear mind, clear heart, clear energetic field to respond to the moment. But when you're identified with your thoughts and your programming and the unquestioned past within you, and that unquestioned past says, I'm not good enough. Something is wrong with me. Whatever your narrative may be. And somebody says, I'm actually in love with somebody else. The pain, oh, it gets turned on. It gets activated. Do you mean that you love me? Should I try harder? Should I make you fall in love with me? Maybe I should chase you for two years and then you'll fall in love with me and I'll finally be good enough. This is what happens when we're not living in reality. And so many of us are not. How do I know this? Turn on the TV, open up the news. The things that you read about that happen on this planet, the things that you see in the world are a direct reflection of the level of consciousness of the planet. Because the reality that we create in the physical world is a direct match for the reality that we experience inside. People don't just wake up on a Tuesday and decide that they're going to go kill a bunch of kindergartners for sport. They do it because that is how they feel about themselves on a day-to-day basis. And they're deeply asleep to their past, their pain, their patterns, and their programming. There's no space to see how they're thinking. There's no space to feel how they're feeling. It's just an endless loop of the same story, the same feeling that keeps them stuck like a computer on this one narrative that they then react to and create in the world, in their relationships, in their business, in their work, in their bank account, with sex, with the universe, with their family, with their friends. Until you really learn how to awaken to this moment and start looking at your thoughts and questioning them and start feeling the feelings and knowing yourself as the one who's experiencing them. You don't have the ability to create your life on purpose because you're just repeating what you already know over and over and over and over again. So what I want to offer you is something a little bit different than probably what you've been taught. And I say this all with love because I was stuck in a healing loop for a very long time, 
trying to heal my inner child, trying to forgive my mom, trying to write a new story with money, trying so hard to love myself and accept myself and just be free. And some of those tools were important for me at a certain time because I had several mental illnesses. I was delusional. I was so identified with my mind and my pain that I wasn't living in reality at all, at all. So once I started becoming aware of my mind and the fact that there was pain, those things were slightly helpful. But what happened for me is I got to a point where I was just like, when am I going to stop thinking about what happened in 1990, whatever? When am I actually just going to forgive my mom? When am I actually just going to see money as a neutral resource? When am I actually just going to be an energetic match for healthy, intimate, high-level love? Why is so much of this work, the work that I was doing on the mental level, why was so much of that work about living in the past? You notice a lot of the healing techniques to let go of the past keep you deeper and deeper and deeper ingrained in it. So one day when I started feeling this way, I looked through all my journals. I probably had about a hundred of them and I was reading them and they made me so freaking sad because all it was, was just me trying to cover up my pain with positive thoughts. I am worthy of love. I am a wealthy woman. I attract beautiful relationships. My career is whatever. But I could feel that there was deep pain underneath that. And the story, the programming, the mental narrative that had been plaguing me my whole life was just oozing out of these pages under those words. I could feel it. And it said, something is wrong with me. I'm not good enough. I'm broken. Why not me? I'll never have what I want. I'll never be who I want to be. I'll always be broken. I'll always be stuck. I'll always be in pain. Even though I never said any of those things, I could feel it. And so I decided in that moment that I was not going to play on the level of mind anymore because it was a sticky trap. It was a Venus fly trap. It's like I got out of it and I started to see that all of this was causing me pain and suffering and keeping me in the same loops, creating the same experiences and realized that the way out of the mind was not to change it. So I took those hundred journals to the beach. I lit them all on fire safely in a, in a bonfire. Yes, love, this life will be saved. And I decided to let go of myself. This constant story that I had been carrying about who I was and what happened to me and how life was, right? All these painful stories. Money is like this. Career is like that. Bosses are like this. Men are like that. This, <laughs> all of these stories I had been carrying. And again, seeing my whole life with, feeling in alignment with, and then creating my reality with. I didn't want to do it anymore. I've experienced so much death in my life. Friends, my mom, grandparents, people I grew up with. Murders, suicide, cancer, diseases, car accidents. <sighs> Just the whole lot to really shake me awake. Like, hey, 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 this is going to end. Could be in 30 years. Could also be in 30 seconds. Why are you spending so much time in your mind when reality is right here for the tasting? So the journey that I went on to awaken was to start becoming aware of what life actually was beyond Christina Athena LaCarrie's perception, beyond Christina Athena LaCarrie's pain that I was constantly trying to protect and hide and also simultaneously creating more of by not feeling it and releasing it. 
So I created a practice for myself to really live in reality, to breathe, to focus on creating the space between my thoughts, to notice that I was having thoughts and to start, oh, oh, when that thought comes up, I feel this. Oh, can I sit with this? Can I feel this pain that passed within me? Okay. Ooh, ooh, ooh. What happens when I feel this? What do I do? Oh, okay. Here's the chain reaction. This thought comes up. I feel this way. When I feel this way, what do I do? How do I show up? How do I move? And who do I be when I believe this thought? When I feel this in my body. That is how you're creating your reality. It's not all the shiny, fluffy stuff that people are talking about. Believe me, because I played in all of that shiny, fluffy stuff and I was still creating the same reality underneath all of it. And as soon as I awoke into the stories in my mind and the feelings that those stories were creating in my body and the reaction that I was creating with those thoughts and feelings and what I was then doing in response to them, I realized I had the choice to be someone else. And this someone else is not a concept. It's not like, oh, I left my lower self in the past and now my higher self who is always thinks this way and she believes this and she does this. No, it's not a concept. Your higher self is a frequency of who you really are beyond all this stuff, beneath it, behind it, watching it, experiencing it. And when I cracked open into my true essence, again, I wasn't changing my thoughts. I wasn't imagining that I was a higher level being. I just naturally elevated into who I really am when I stopped believing my mind. When I started looking at it as like, is that true? Where did that come from? How am I feeling when I believe that? What do I do when it becomes me? Ah, breaking it all apart. And what happened that was so magical for me was that I started feeling peace. Like pure, deeply connected, nothing could shake me kind of peace. No thoughts, no emotions, no number in my bank account, no manifestation, no nothing this person said, no experiences, no interactions, nothing. I had tapped into personal power. The kind of power that exists in who you really are beyond all of this confusion of your mind-made identity that you've just been carrying and projecting onto every single moment. And from this place, I didn't try to attract or create anything. Everything my soul had been desiring came pouring into my field in an instant. It was literally like it was all circling above my head, waiting for me to let it in. And once I stopped being who I thought I was, who I'd been conditioned to be, there was a space for it all to land. More money than I'd ever seen or made in my life Boom, 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 boom. Podcast opportunities, experiences, articles, relationships, career opportunities, experiences, just And I started to realize, oh my gosh, wow, 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 wow. Life isn't responding to what I want, right? I had wanted all these things for so long and they were nowhere near to be found. Life is responding to who I am being because the physical world is just a mirror. And for a long time, I tried really, really hard to change what was happening out there because it didn't feel good in here. So I'd say, I don't feel good in here. I want to make more money. 
I don't feel good in here. I need to find a special relationship. I don't feel good in here. My work needs to reach this level of success, whatever it was. The not feeling good in here was not because of what was happening out there. But when we believe what's happening in here, we think, well, if I could just rearrange the pieces of my physical experience, then I'd feel happy. Then I'd feel free. Then I'd feel good. Then I'd finally have the courage to do what I want to do in the world. Then I'd finally go after my dreams. But I can't right now because that looks like this over here. And so we spend so much of our lives in this crazy backwards loopy place of trying to control, manipulate, resist, and force things in the physical world to meet our mental model, to soothe our ego in our minds, to calm the part of ourselves that says, oh, okay, I got the thing. Okay, it's happening my way. Okay, it worked. Now I can relax. Now I can be free. Now I can enjoy my life. And what I realized was when I just opted out of all this and I said, screw that. I'm so tired of struggling. (laughs) So tired of believing all these thoughts that things should be some other way. Always. That this shouldn't have happened. That that should have happened and hasn't yet. That this is wrong. That this is bad. And I just melted into the way things were beyond the judgments, beyond the mind, beyond the story making machine, beyond the reactive feelings. Once I really started to know myself as the one who was watching the thoughts and feeling and experiencing them, I became effortlessly powerful and wildly magnetic. And the most beautiful thing about this that I realized is like, whoa. I wasn't trying. I didn't need anything anymore. And I realized so deeply that I wasn't this anxious, sad, scared, small, needy little person. That was always my mind. And the distance that I began to create moving through my day as a meditative practice, like breathing throughout the day, pouring my coffee and breathing, waiting for the elevator, feeling my feet having a conversation, tuning into the feel, the sweatshirt on my chest, typing an email and smelling the lavender oil on a client call and listening to the sound of the oven and the smell of the cookies, really tuning into reality, opened me up to so much peace. And in this peace, how I show up, how I move, And who I be in the world is a response to the moment instead of a conditioned reaction to what I think is happening in the moment, which keeps me trapped in it. So again, I want to reiterate here that you're not creating your reality with your thoughts. Did you see what I posted yesterday? Go back and look at it after. Your thoughts are not creating your reality, right? A lot of people have this fear. A lot of spiritual teachings say, it's your thoughts, it's your thoughts, it's your thoughts. But a thought is harmless unless we believe it. So the thoughts that float by, they're innocent. They're just sounds, right? It's very much, and I posted this on my stories yesterday too. It's very much like a song that's on in the background. If you're at a restaurant, and this happened to me yesterday, which is why I had this exact example. If you're at a restaurant and they're playing a song and you're like, oh, I don't really like this song. I'm not going to go up to the manager and be like, hi, excuse me. I was really feeling more of like an 80s vibe today. This is punk rocker. Not for me. Can you change it? Thank you. Why am I not going to do that? 
because the music is just on in the background. It has nothing to do with me. But when it comes to our thoughts, most of us haven't been practiced in being rooted in reality, which is this moment here and now beyond your mind, which is this moment here and now beyond your perception, which is this moment, this moment, this moment, this moment. And so we take that background noise, that song very personally. (gasps) My mind is saying, I'm going to run out of money. Oh my God, I'm going to be homeless. My business is going to fail. He's going to break up with me. It's not going to work. Oh my God, my boss sent me that email. I'm going to get fired. (laughs) That thing that happened in eighth grade. Oh my God, my mom. (laughs) We live in this fantasy fiction hell of our own creation. And a lot of us have been taught that that's creating your reality. So you better be afraid of all of those thoughts and you better try really, really hard to be very mindful to change them to be positive. So many people have told me over my life, you are the most positive person I've ever met. I'm like, really? I don't think that I'm positive. I'm just living in reality. So if there is negativity, I transmute it with presence. I don't try to change the thoughts as they're happening. I see them. Oh, look it. I've just woken up. It's 4.53. I've got to pee. And my mind is already telling me that this launch is going to fail. Hello, mind. Good morning. How have you been? Have you been going this whole time I've been sleeping? Probably. Oh, I'm in the shower shaving my legs and my mind is thinking about, ooh, did I say something in my mastermind that maybe is going to be interpreted in a certain way? Hello, mind. I see what you're doing. I'm driving down PCH and my mind has the thought that this is going to be a slow month. And if it's a slow month, it means that my business is going to erode. Hello, mind. I see what you're doing. And when I see what you're doing, there's peace, there's power. And in the lack of identifying, believing, and those feelings, I'm not creating with that anymore. I'm living as my highest self and who I really am instead of through the faulty lens of what life has conditioned me to be. This is how you create true change. This is true healing. A lot of people are stuck in the concept of healing, and this might sound very triggering for you. And if it does, I invite you to look at it because I'm never saying anything to hurt you, but to help you to see things differently. So much of what's considered healing work from my perspective is just more mind noise. It's like, let's break free of our pain, but then let's go back into the mind. Let's think about what happened in a different lens. Let's try to think about how we think about things in a different lens. Let's imagine things from a higher perspective. But who is it that's doing that? The mind. You can't break free of the mind by deepening the mind. You've got to awaken to see it as a story-making machine. A story-making machine that is just talking, 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 talking. And when you believe it and you start seeing through it and you start feeling in reaction to it, well, then how do you spend money? How do you sell your work? How do you go after your dreams? How do you have sex? How do you go on dates? How do you speak to your dad? How, 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 when you are believing your thoughts and in the energetics instead of watching them. Now, this conversation is not specifically about manifestation, so I won't go too deep because I really want the conversations that we're going to be having together to build on top of each other. But when you simply say, okay, I'm going to be more positive or I'm going to focus on my healing, 
what happens is that there's still this energy of resistance and fear around the mind. It's like, ah, no, that thing, it's saying this thing, just be positive. Okay, I'm really going to focus on healing here, but uh, it's because I'm uncomfortable with this narrative. What I want to bring to you is the ability to wake up. You're not broken. There's nothing you need to heal from. What you need to do is wake up from the dream that there is something to heal from. Because then you keep projecting and creating that thing you've been trying to heal from for your entire freaking life. And guess what? Then you are never healed. So to me, healing is not a lifelong journey. Healing, true healing happens in one single moment. And it is the moment that you're able to take off the glasses, live in reality and experience this moment as it really is instead of through the lens of how you're perceiving it instead of through seeing everything through the lens of your pain. And I'm sharing this because life has created through me so much magic. So much magic. And still, until I really broke free from my mind, it was always like, it's not good enough. It's not working. Something's wrong. Something's missing. I'm not good enough. What's wrong with me? This should be this way. This shouldn't be that way. And I started to realize I was always unhappy and it didn't matter what I had or what I created or manifested or attracted or built. And it wasn't because I'm ungrateful. It's because I was still believing my mind. So you don't get to a certain place in your life and then you're like, ah, okay, I feel differently. Ah, now I'm my highest self. The path, the only path as far as I'm concerned is awakening, is shaking yourself awake from the dream. Oh, I was just getting my nails done and I was dreaming that I was running out of money. Oh man, I'm just here in this chair. Someone's actually working on my shoulders. It feels really nice, but I didn't even feel that because I was dreaming. Oh, I was dreaming that my partner shouldn't have said that I was being too bubbly. Oh, I guess in reality, I was just making eggs. Oh, I was driving down the street and I was dreaming that the IRS was going to send me a bill for a million zillion dollars. Oh, but I'm just listening to this music. Oh, what you want is not what life is responding to. It's who you are. Your level of power, your level of consciousness. And this doesn't shift from believing new thoughts. Because when you're focused on just changing your thoughts and being positive and believing new thoughts and just seeing things differently... That's really great and beautiful at a certain point until you realize, oh, wait, I'm just still in the mind again, though. There's always a story to upgrade when you live in the mind. There's always something to have a reaction to when you live in the mind. There's always something to fear when you live in the mind. There's always something to desperately want and cling to and resist when you live in the mind. So you might say, I'm good. I'm floating, you know. This is working out and the relationship came in and we're good. We just got this house. The job came in. I'm feeling happy about my business, feeling really at peace with myself. But what happens when something comes into your field of awareness that triggers your mental knots? (gasps) I don't like this thing. This is really bad. This is, this is bad. My mom shouldn't have died. This person shouldn't have gotten murdered. Oh my gosh. I shouldn't have run out of money. I shouldn't have gotten evicted. That program should have sold more than to two people. It's a very conditional game when you live in your mind because you trick yourself into believing 
that you feel good, happy, and free. But that's only when every single thing is exactly how you want it to be. Hmm. Who wants to live like that? I lived like that for most of my life, and it was so depressing, filled with so much anxiety. Like nothing I had was ever enough. Like I was never good enough. Like I was always trying to keep everything very safe and very tidy so that this didn't get interrupted. Hmm. Well, one day I just said, instead of trying to protect my pain, why don't I just witness it? It keeps coming up. It keeps coming up. And I was noticing it in the form of thoughts and feelings. And oh no, I don't want to look at that, so I'm just going to avoid the thing that causes it, or I'm going to throw a shiny happy thought on top of it and just completely rewrite it. But the pain's there. And the thing is that most of us don't even realize that we're living our lives in pain because we're like, well, I'm not in pain. I feel fine. But when you check your bank account and there's a knot in your stomach, that's pain. When your partner says something and you have a reaction, that's pain. When you're sitting in traffic and you're frustrated, that's pain. When you had an expectation for how something should have performed at work or in your business and it didn't, and you have a reaction, that's pain. When you have a thought in your mind that keeps you from being in this moment, that's pain. Pain doesn't have to be something that's deeply rooted that happened in the past. It's a resistance to this here and now that keeps us from being one with the moment. We go off into all these fragmented little stories. Oh, come back. Okay, here I am. Oh, another fragmented little story. Come back. Oh, another fragment. Come back. Healing this pain is not necessarily about, okay, let me like look at what all of this actually is. Let me find the grand story so I can heal myself from it. But more, Let me start becoming a participant in this process. Let me start noticing what my pain is. Let me start noticing what my story is. So this is something that I talked about in my program, Unlocked. I want to share this example with you. When you go to the movies, you can see very clearly there's somebody in a little magical box behind you with a projector, right? And there's light casting from the projector going onto the screen that's showing you Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. And if you're sitting here, Blake and Ryan are here, must be Green Lantern. I don't know what else they're in together. And <laughs> the movie, the film is coming from the projector behind you. This is very much what's happening in our day-to-day lives. The thoughts are being projected onto the screen of life and through your mind and your eyes, you're experiencing the same movie again and again and again. What I want to help you do is not change the way that you are thinking about the movie or go up there and say, hey, I want to put a different movie on. I don't like this movie. I want you to awaken to the projection that's happening through you. Because once you realize, oh, this isn't so personal, it's no different than the sound of something that's happening outside of my window right now. It's just that I'm taking it very personally because I imagine that it means something about me. I don't like this thought. (laughs) What if that does happen? Oh, I don't. (laughs) But if I were to put my brain inside of your brain and you were to hear my thoughts, 
you'd awaken in a moment because they would mean literally nothing to you. You'd be like, who is that? What launch? Who's Chris? What is it talking about? And through your lack of identification with it, it would move through you. And through allowing it to move through you without closing off around the thoughts and emotions, you wouldn't create an alignment with it. You would create an alignment as your highest, most powerful self that exists in the purity of this moment beyond all thoughts and stories. The pain, the repetitive patterns, the cyclical unwanted experiences, you are creating them. And if that's hard to hear and that sucks and it hurts and you hate me, I'm willing to be that person for you because I can't wait for the moment when you're like, oh my God, it was me. It was me. I was co-creating that. Because when you awaken to the fact that you're co-creating, that you're participating in a certain way, which for most people is unconsciously, you have the power to change it. And it's not, let me go on a whole healing journey and let me fill a notebook with shiny thoughts. You naturally create and attract and show up in the world as who you really are simply because you are not believing your thoughts. You are not getting caught in the emotions. <gasps> you are, oh, here's this thought. Ooh, this one's got a charge. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I really must believe this deeply on some level. Oh, you release the energy. Ooh, okay. Um, Okay. Oof, that one got me. Okay. Back to cooking my eggs. And as you continue to live in reality, there's more spaciousness in your being. The part of you that wants and needs and desperately has to have and clings and resists and try to control and make things happen and resists and resists and resists. You're like, oh, that's a separate entity. No wonder I was anxious all the time. No wonder I was depressed. No wonder I was miserable. No wonder I was trying so hard. No wonder I was working so hard. Because again, how do you show up? How do you move and who do you be when you think this is who you are? So something that might be helpful for you, which is really helpful for me, was starting to see my mind and my programming, the conditioning of my past as a person, as a separate person. So my mind, as I've shared, is wired with trauma. And (laughs) I've been running this business for three years. It's on the verge of hitting seven figures. It's helped reach 55,000 people. I've served a thousand people in my programs. And still my mind is like, you're a loser. You're going to fail. Nothing is working. You're going to go backwards. You're going to lose everything. Who are you to do all this stuff? And it's been that way since the beginning. And so I see it as a person. I know it's going to come up when I sell things. I know it's going to come up when I post things. I know it's going to come up when people buy. I know it's going to come up when people don't buy. I know it's going to come up when I wake up in the morning. I know it's going to come up when I take a shower. I know it's going to come up. I know it's going to come up. I know it's going to come up because that is the movie of my mind. Poor me. I'm not good enough. Something's wrong with me. I can't do it. Everybody else. It doesn't work for me. I'm this. I'm that. But when I see all of that as not the ultimate truth that I, (laughs) but as a separate person, well, then what happens is I, I, first of all, I have compassion for that voice because I'm like, man, what happened to this person that they are thinking the very worst about everything? 
that they are so scared, that they are so sad, and that they're so wildly unhappy all of the time, all of the time. What happened? So after that compassion for that voice, the second piece is like, well, you don't really want to hang out with that person, to be honest. (laughs) Not going to call her for financial advice. Not going to call her for business advice. Not going to call her for relationship advice. Not going to seek counsel from her on anything because she's disturbed, deeply disturbed, neurotic, obsessive, attached, controlling, worried, fearful, believe she lives in a cold, separate universe where she has to provide for herself, fend for herself, fight for herself, always trying to protect herself. It's not who I'd hire as a mentor. And yet when we don't have the space around our thoughts to see that it's a separate identity, we just naturally believe it and and seek counsel on everything it says. And then we create in alignment with it. Are you feeling what I'm saying here? Are you picking up on what I'm putting down on how you actually create your reality? And are you willing and able? And do you desire to actually break free by seeing what's being projected onto the screen and by feeling the part of you that really wants to believe it and relaxing and releasing behind it? Everybody's in their monologue is disturbed. It's all the same one mind. Isn't moving from your highest self also just a thought way of thinking? So a lot of the things that I say can sound like mental concepts because I do need to use human words to explain them. But when I'm talking about becoming your highest self, I'm teaching a program that's going to be coming out, I think, end of next month called Becoming Her, which is about stepping into your highest self. It's not a concept of like, where does she shop? How much money does she make? How does she think? How does she move? It's about uncovering your true essence identity that already is beyond this. Because when you tap into your essence of who you really are, you already exist as your highest self. You spend money differently. You invest differently. You give, you donate, you sell, you create your life. You go after your dreams. You speak to your partner. You deal with hard conversations. You communicate all from a different frequency and level of awareness, which creates a different reality. So it's not like, I was thinking that the name becoming her sounded a little like, oh, you're going to become a different person. But that was just the download that I got for the title that I was like, oh, I love that. But it's really discovering who you really are beyond all of this and locking in your essence identity to play the game of life as who you really are instead of what life has conditioned you to be. Because when you live as your essence identity, beyond all of this, you interact with the world and the moment from a much higher frequency because you're not seeing everything through the same sad, scared, small little lens. You spend money with ease because it always comes back because guess what? It's an infinite resource. You share your work with the world without fear because guess what? The universe has your back and it's all growing behind the scenes and adding up beneath your feet. You interact vulnerably with with partners and in relationships because there's nothing to protect. You don't need anything from them. You're not trying to get them to behave in a certain way so you can be happy. So it's not a way of thinking. It's a level of embodiment and energetics in how you show up, how you move and who you be in the world that creates, attracts and receives something of much different frequencies because you are playing the game as who you really are. 
everything I've created in my life, I didn't create it. I opened up and let life create it through me because there was no Christina in the way of it. There was no identity to block it, to make problems, to stop the flow of what was already happening, right? Getting out of our own way, the only way we can do is by getting out of the mind. There's no other way you get in your own way other than thinking and believing thoughts that create feelings that then elicit reactions that keep you seeing life, reacting to life and creating it the same way you've created it since 1990. Who knows? Who freaking knows? What about feelings? Feel it, feel it. Feelings are, from my perspective, something that isn't really talked about enough and a huge part of this. Honoring your emotions without becoming them is an art. And it is part of the art of conscious creation. Because as I said, having a mind that's so wired in trauma and sharp energetic charges around certain thoughts and concepts, a lot of my work has been in sitting with my human like holding it, like, oh, I hear you. I feel you. Oof, wow, this is a big one for my human. Oh, there's a lot coming up. Ooh, there's a lot going on. Ooh. And can I create the container to hold all of the emotion, accept it, allow it, release it, so that I can see clearly, think creatively, and live on purpose? Because what doesn't work is just positive, 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 not going to look at negative emotions. There's no such thing as negative emotions. They're just energetic charges in the body. So when you drop this idea that it's negative, you open yourself to just feel it. Ooh, what does it feel like when I'm believing this thought? Ooh, what's the energy like in my body with this emotion? And can I see... That my human, right? My, we're not just bypassing the human experience. We're here. We're alive. We're on this planet. It's fucking beautiful. So can I see and honor that my human is having this experience, believing this thought, feeling this feeling? And can I be the one that's holding it, right? So it's like a mom that's holding a baby. It's like when the baby's crying, the mom's not like, oh my God, I'm going to start crying too. The mom's like, hmm, oh, yeah. But then what we want to do is make sure that we're not doing what I think a lot of people do, which is really not feeling their feelings. It's getting caught in them. And I say this because I, I used to be this person where I'd say, just let me feel my feelings. But feeling your feelings is one thing. Getting caught in a story about what those feelings mean and staying stuck in them and recreating your reality through those feelings is another thing. And it's called suffering. So we need to have this relationship, these energetic boundaries with our emotions where we say, come in, come in for tea. I'm willing to feel pain, sadness, frustration, anger, bitterness, hurt, disappointment, scarcity, lack, whatever it is. I'm willing to feel how that manifests in my body. But after I do the work of honoring it, allowing it, clearing it and releasing it, I'm like, okay, you stayed for tea, but you can't stay for dinner. I'm not available to live in this frequency because I know that the only time I feel like shit is when I'm believing my own stories. So I'm not going to bypass and just say, oh, it's just a story because my body's like, story it's real it's happening so I say okay I'm gonna honor it 
I want to respect these emotions. I want to feel these sensations. I want to see the thoughts as they're coming up. And I want to say, I'm going to put those over here thoughts because I just want to feel this right now. I know I'm not really feeling this because of what's happening, but because I'm believing it. So let me put the story over here. Let me feel and experience what's here. Let me be with it. Let me sit with it. Nope, nope, nope. Not going to add another story on why I'm feeling this way. Just going to be with it. Gently release it out of my field, out of my body, when it feels right, when it feels aligned. And then, okay, I'm here to live and create on purpose without this energy dictating how I show up, how I move and who I be. Without these thoughts making me fall deeply asleep to this moment and create what I've always created. Your power is not in being positive. Your power is not in saying, I let go of everything. Your power is in realizing that there's something deep inside of you that wants to resist, attack, defend, protect, hold on, want, need, grasp, desperately have to feel a certain way because of these stories, because of these unexamined, unprocessed emotions. Your job is to be the inner explorer of your own freaking space. What's here for me in this moment? What's manifesting inside of me? Forget about what you're attracting in the physical world. Focus on what is manifesting within you in this moment. What's your relationship like to this moment? What's going on inside of you in this moment? Because once you awaken to what's going on inside of you in this moment, well, now I'm starting to see the things that are taking physical form, right? This reality is an energetic universe where what you bring to the table is what you're, you're going to eat. So you're starting to see These are the primary thoughts that are floating by in my mind that I'm believing. This is the dominant vibration of those thoughts and those emotions that I am becoming. And yeah, you know what? I guess it makes sense that when this is the movie that's projected, this is what shows up on the screen. So what I want you to start doing today, your homework, (laughs) is becoming aware of the story, becoming aware of the movie. What's the soundtrack? What's the thing that's playing in your mind? Start to become aware of the repetitive thoughts, the futility of them, the texture of them, the vibration of them, right? So I shared most of mine. (laughs) I'm a loser. I'm not good enough. Nothing works for me. Life is against me. I'm never going to get the victim, victim, victim. That is the loop of my mind. And how does that feel? How do those thoughts feel in my body when they manifest? Well, not very good. Doesn't make me want to show up and share my gifts with the world. Doesn't make me want to drive down PCH singing my favorite song when I believe them. So your power is in noticing. Wow. No wonder I've been feeling this way. I've been thinking this was who I am this whole time. And when you find a space between the thoughts, oof, I was depressed for such a long time. And then I found one single gap in between my thoughts and it changed my life because I realized it's not me who's depressed. I'm only depressed when that story is looping and I believe it. But if I found peace in that one second interval between the thoughts, well, then there must be something else besides the story that's actually true and real. And again, the thing is, we believe the story so deeply, have been believing the story for probably our whole lives since our brain has been formed, that to say it's all a story can feel to the egoic mind very 
hurtful. It's not a story. I don't have any money. It's not a story. My business isn't working. It's not a story. People don't love me. It's not a story. I am never chosen. It's not a story. My mom did abandon me. It's not a story. It's reality. But reality is just this moment. It's this cup of tea, which I totally forgot to drink this whole time. It's me sitting here, breathing, talking to you. And even that's a story. Your life is now. You don't have another moment. The problem is that you think you do. And so you create all this pain for yourself. But what happens when you start noticing the story? When you start awakening to the lens that you're seeing everything with? When you start feeling the feelings and taking responsibility for your own space to show up clear and conscious and free? You enjoy every moment of your life. Every single moment. No matter what anyone says or does, you're free. No matter what manifests or doesn't, you're alive. And the way that you play with the world, the way that you interact with the world is from your highest, most powerful self to create whatever you want to create without suffering, without fear. It's possible and available to you only and exclusively when you live outside of your mind. All right, loves, and that concludes today's episode. If you loved what you heard here, if you had some breakthroughs, some deepening, some aha moments, I would absolutely love to hear what those were by tagging me at Christy Millicary on Instagram, or you can leave a review here on Apple Podcasts. This really helps me to really get an idea of what's landing, what you want to hear more of, what you want to go deeper in to serve you at the highest capacity. I love you so much. Thank you again for being here and I will talk to you in the next episode.